Hello, welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Today we are very fortunate because we're going to have a chat with another South African called Brett Kutsia, who is a triathlete, also lives here in Taiwan. Brett, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Landy. Now, Brett, first of all, tell us when did you arrive in Taiwan? And you've been here quite a while. What have you been doing? Sure. I arrived many years ago. That was probably in the time when Taiwan was, or Taipei was, building their uh, MRT station at Taipei Main Station. So I think that's about 30 years, 25, 30 years. I would say 25, yeah. So that's how long I've been. I've mostly been here in the teaching game. And then a few years ago, started the triathlon training. Before we talk specifically about the triathlon, mm. your current job, uh, you are actually a physical education teacher, right? Yes. And I heard that in the school where you're teaching, the owner of the school encourages the people to do triathlons. Is that true? Uh, yes, he encourages um, all staff to be involved in sports. He also encourages the students to participate in external um, activities. So every grade has a special activity that they need to do, like uh, Sun Moon Lake Swim, Cycle Around Taiwan, those sort of things. Um, there's also hiking, that one grade will do hiking. And then for the teachers, he kind of wants us to do sport in that way. Our boss, he actually is a triathlete himself, so he encourages the sport of triathlon, yeah. So that now leads nicely into triathlons. First of all, when I talk to my students about triathlons, uh, then they say, oh, Ironman. I said, yes, but not every triathlon is an Ironman. So can you explain to us why it's not the case? Well, the sport itself is called triathlon. There are three disciplines within the sport. Um, Ironman is a brand. They've just branded it for themselves as Ironman. So there are also other organizers? Yes, I can only speak for Taiwan, but I'm pretty sure that there are a number of organizers in every country that do triathlons. Why does everybody think Ironman equals triathlons? Personally, I think it's got to do with the founding of the sport, which was done by three, oh, three or four guys. And they, um, I think they called their brand Ironman. So it came from that. The pinnacle or the world champs of triathlon is in Hawaii, which is held by um, Ironman Corporation. It is also the most watched um, or televised Ironman event. It's not, not all triathlons are exactly the same distance, right? Before you answer that, sorry, for those listeners who don't know, triathlon means you swim, you ride a bike and you run, those three disciplines. And they vary for very uh, various distances of triathlons, right? Yeah, they, they vary in length and duration in time. And obviously, the longer the event, the harder it is. So when you are starting out as a triathlete, you would probably start at the, the less distance event. Um, and then as you get fitter and more into the sport, you and, and are able to train more hours, you then... Uh, grow into the next into the next stage so to speak so the olympic distance event which is a 1.5 kilometer swim um, and then a 40 kilometer ride or bike and then a 10 kilometer uh, run um, if you add those distances up they will come to a, a total of 51.5 kilometers so this event is either called a 5150 or an Olympic distance event. 
The second triathlon or their second distance, which is slightly longer, it is called uh, 70.3. Um, now, that is miles. Now, the only company that uses 70.3 is Ironman. So when you're doing an Ironman event held by Ironman, it's called a 70.3. All the other companies call it a 113, which is 113 kilometers. Um, and that event is broken into a 1.9 kilometer swim with a 90k cycle and a 21k run, which is a half marathon. The next event, which is the, the big event, Ironman calls it an Ironman. Um, it's that simple. Um, so that's their event. And then the other companies, which we were talking about, they call that a 226, which is 226 kilometers. Uh, that is a 3.8 kilometer swim and a 180 kilometer cycle or bike. And then you've got your marathon run, which is a 42.2, I think, kilometers. Yeah. yeah. And that is long. Yes, it's a long race, yes. That is a, that's a whole day of exercise, right? Yes, um, because the beginners, when they first do the Ironman, look at a cutoff time um, of about 16 to 17 hours, depends on the course. So as the beginner, that's your target in order to uh, get the status of uh, you are an Ironman. After that time, the cutoff time, then you don't get the awards, basically. Yeah. 16 hours on the road, that's basically... A day and half a night. Something like that, yes. <laughs> so how did it happen that you started being interested in triathlons? Back in the, a long time ago when I was in high school and still swimming uh, competitively, triathlon events um, was being held in my town. So I tried it and I, I liked it, I enjoyed it. And then it would be like once a month kind of a small event, but I still continued with my swimming and stuff like that. And I never continued with triathlon until now when I got into Taiwan and I wanted a life change, a lifestyle change. I see. So when you arrived in Taiwan, that was not part of your lifestyle. It came later, right? Neither was sport, actually. It was just, I was a traveler and a drifter, basically. So you would, so there was no time for sport, basically, in my life. Of course, it could have been, but um, it wasn't my interest until things um, until I stayed here for this period of time and you eventually realize well it's my life what am I doing I'm tired of going out I'm tired of the the bars or the you know the nightclubs so I started the a different style of life and you've been doing this now for a few years right yeah during this time have you ever thought man this is just it's getting to me I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this this lifestyle now no, not in those terms. Um, if you're training for the long race and you want to do well in the long race, um, it kind of is a more of a strain on your lifestyle and you have to commit your training period, um, which is probably a year or eight months, and you're going to sacrifice certain time to do that. Um, yes, it does negatively affect you at times, but you push through. Um, the other events, um, life is just carry on, you know, you can skip a training day and enjoy life or go and play golf or something. Many people want to know, why on earth do you do it? Why would you put your body through, like if you're a, you, somebody who tries the, the, the long distance for the first time, why would you put your body through 16 hours of punishment? Is there a, a reason? What goes on in, in, in your head? The first time was a challenge. Thereafter, it's to get faster. So... That's why um, I do it, yes. Um, but personally, I do enjoy 
what it does to your health. I can eat what I want, basically. I don't need to watch calories. Um, I actually got to eat more to sustain. So, you know, um, I do it for those reasons. It's nice to get up in the morning and go for a run. Um, if it's raining, it's also nice to run in the rain. So it's just enjoy, enjoyable. Yeah. And once you finish the race, especially the long one, do you take some time off for your body to recover before you or you just keep going no you you, you got to rest you got to rest and you got to take time off yeah go on holiday and as you get older of course you've got to be concerned about injuries and your joints and things like that so you know it's not injury free when you're pushing it all the time so a season and then you end take two three weeks just chill yeah Right, that makes sense. So has doing these triathlons and these challenges influenced your life at all? You mentioned that you, you like getting up to run and you can eat as many calories as you want. Has it changed your viewpoint of life and how you see things at all? I, I think, sure, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> um, Health-wise, um, especially at my age, it's made a big effect on my health. Um, for argument's sake, uh, just walking upstairs, it's easy. I don't get tired in the day at any time. I get tired from training, but not physically tired from just doing my job. Okay. Physically, is there any kind of mental advantages? Well, if, if you are um, fit, you, you are kind of more confident with yourself and your approach to doing things. But surely you must have a lot of endurance to stay on the road for 12 hours. That must really help you to push through difficult times, right? Yes, I, just being endurance fit uh, makes a big difference in, in your energy levels as well, if we can go into that. Um, just your, your happiness levels of where you are in life. Things don't become so stressful anymore. Um, if you're constantly training, you, you keep a happier frame of mind right um, I found that has affected me a lot I um, in terms of life is not so difficult I'm a lot in a, in a happier place so right. to speak yes during a triathlon that you've done many have you ever thought of giving up halfway through uh... or you might have thought about it but have you ever done it because of a, maybe a injury or something well I have had to quit due to mechanical issues um, on the bike and that's kind of devastating. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, you have your mind games, the demons are there on your shoulder, uh, this is too hard, this is too hard, it's talking to you and you want to give up but it, you know, you just keep going. And does all this training and all the time you spent on these triathlons, does it affect the people around you? Uh, it rubs off when there was a period where some of my friends decided to sign up because of our training that we were doing. They um, started a regiment of training. They had not done triathlons before, so they set themselves a goal to do the half Ironman or the 70.3. So that definitely influenced um, um, those families because they were married as well with kids. So they had to train around, around their family and their day-to-day uh, -day chores. So they um, fitted the training in and set their goal to 
to complete the 70.3 in which they did. So when they see, oh, people can do this, and this is how you do it, they, they kind of can um, join um, and start training. I've influenced a number of people, I think, um, in my office. They, they just now uh, joined a race and then they start training to get there. It's like a challenge. So there's the mini challenge, which is the 70.3, then the max challenge, which no one really has stepped up to. Um, the negatives um, coming to that would be for myself, I think I spend a lot of time training and that leaves less time for personal life. However, it's my choice and it's what I wanted to do. Um, I can always modify that. But um, yeah, that's where I am right now. Does it sometimes happen that that your friends say, oh, let's let's go out tonight. And you say, I can't because I must train tomorrow morning. Uh, yes, um, that happens a lot, especially if you put uh, so much time into an event and then your friends want to go drinking or partying all the time. If it happens constantly, the going out will definitely affect your training and therefore affect your result. And what people don't also realize, the events cost money. They're very expensive. Ironman is the most expensive out of the other corporations or companies that do triathlons. Yeah, so being dragged out to, to a party and stuff and you got a bit of a hangover the next day, um, it affects your training and then it also will ultimately affect your wallet. So, yeah. Not all, but many triathletes, when they start out, one of the three disciplines, they are a little bit stronger than the others, or maybe two of them, and then they, they have one that they don't like so much. In your case, do you have a, a, a strength? Well, I have a strength from schooling days, which is swimming, yeah. So it helps me a lot with the triathlon. It is also, uh, talking about that, it's quite, many athletes have a problem with swimming because it is not their strong point, and they kind of have to learn how to swim and then still learn how to swim faster to pass the qualifying times or the cutoff times, yeah. Do you have a weak, is one of the three your, a weak spot or not? Both, the run and the cycle for me, <laughs> I have a hard time with them, yes. Yeah. I've really had to focus on them as a, as a triathlete, yeah. So when, when you finish such a, a long Ironman, surely you don't think about the next one already, right? You, you must be f absolutely fed up with Actually, I do. It's already in their mind. It's like, okay, when's the next one? The whole event, arriving there, getting ready to go and do it, compete, suffer, uh, suffer at the end. Um, and then you kind of go, wow, that was awesome. When can I do it again? So that's what it's about, yeah. When you do a triathlon, when you start out, do you have a target time in mind or do you just think, I want to finish with a decent time as a when i first started it was cutoff times to make all the cutoff times um, now i actually have targets and times that i would like to hit yeah and in i know in taiwan it's allowed to enter a team for a triathlon right like you for example you get a swimmer a runner and a, a bicyclist a cyclist and a runner or you can have a, a swimmer who can also cycle and then a runner or whatever but you can make a team correct have you ever been part of a team? No. <laughs> <laughs> you always do. Uh, yeah. You do it by yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. Do triathletes like you who do the whole thing by yourself, do you look down on the teams? 
<laughs> I like to challenge the teams. <laughs> okay, so are you training for anything? Because you don't only do triathlons. You also sometimes do just runs, like a half marathon or a marathon or something like that. Are you training for anything at the moment? Uh, yeah, um, I've just signed up for Penghu Ironman, which is next year, March. I will be doing the Ironman 70.3, uh, three or four weeks before that. And then I now am signing up for Ironman October in Kending. Yeah, that one is signed up. And then now my training will lead me into the Taipei Marathon, which is in December, I think. So, yes. So you for this kind of competition, you really need to plan long term, right? Yeah, it's lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change. It's well, not a change. It's a lifestyle. Um, and if you get into it, it's um, not so strenuous. Right. Yeah. Well, Brett, it was very nice talking to you. All the best with your training. Thank you. And uh, we hope you do very well and you actually improve all the time. Thank you, Landy. Sure. And that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll, until next time, goodbye.